Tell me again how much you hate your kids. <laughs> God, man. I, uh, these goddamn rascals. Uh, Welcome back to Bat Rankings, the child care podcast brought to you. <laughs> I'm kidding, honey. I love our kids. <laughs> Loves of my life. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Ben Creighton. And I'm Kenny Wendorski. Uh, we we had a, a, a day for kids today. We watched the, the episode of Batman with, I think, the highest child ratio so far. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, tons of kids in this episode. The, the Underdwellers. Mm-hmm. What happened in this episode? It felt like nothing happened in this episode. You know, uh, I remembered not liking this episode and rewatching it. It's not as bad as I remembered it being. Yeah, it, well, I mean, first things first, it's a very pretty episode, a surprisingly pretty episode. Yes, the lighting was, I mean, it starts off with uh, lots of um, spotlights everywhere, and you get a great shot of what Gotham City looks like at night. And yeah, it's it's a pretty well-drawn episode. Yeah, very well animated. That's the thing, they had, you know, like we said, like five or six animation studios, they cycled between... They did not necessarily uh, assign their A animation studio to their A scripts, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, <laughs> I, another thing I was noticing as we were going through it, the environment, uh, Batman goes through the sewer for a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cell phone. I should probably uh, turn that off. <laughs> my bad, everybody. I just, I'm sorry. We don't have a cute sketch featuring Lin-Manuel Miranda to tell you to, <laughs> to silence your phones. Sorry uh, about that. Someday, you know what? If, if, if you guys out there in the audience would just hit that support button, yeah. that, that can be our stretch goal. Thank Hire you, Lin- folks. <laughs> Hire Lin-Manuel Miranda and The Rock <laughs> to... Uh, Maybe I should freestyle a verse on these guys to show how it's not cool to talk and text in the theater. Help us. Yes. Yes. Help us help ourselves to Lin-Manuel Miranda and The Rock. That's it's... our new... <laughs> but, uh, yep, the old phone's off now. Sorry about that. But... Uh, back to what I was saying. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, sewers are incredibly well detailed. I, I really enjoy the environments of the sewers. Yeah. So we, we open up with, with two boys on a train. I'm not sure how they got on top of this train. That's but a good point. They, uh, they are up up there on the roof of this speeding train playing a game of chicken. Let's see who can jump off of it in time not to get decapitated when the train hits the tunnel. That's a good point. How'd they get on that train? I, I mean, did they did they, did, they, did they sneak on there while the train was at the station? And have they just been waiting for it to hit this tunnel? Because that's a high-speed train. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's on a on a bridge. Well, maybe it wasn't on the bridge when they started. So, I, But still, high tra- speed. Yeah, and trains trains take a minute to get going. Yeah. <laughs> these, these kids have been, as far as I know, just chilling on this train for 45 minutes waiting for it to get up to speed to get their game of chicken going i did not have that kind of patience as a child yeah uh, but i think this goes in i mean the overall theme is i mean obviously kids yeah. and uh he, i guess this is kind of a great way to have a little psa hey kids don't 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 go on trains <laughs> <laughs> don't hang out on top of trains playing chicken yeah uh, it's not not okay so <laughs> Yeah, we we get a lot of. I've, I'm noticing this is becoming a pattern. Batman will have like a very minor caper in just the first minute or two of the episode, mm-hmm. and then move on to whatever the actual caper of the episode is. Right. So he, 
yeah, these kids are playing chicken. One of them gets his foot stuck. Oh no, he's going to get his head knocked off. Batman, of course, swoops in, saves the day. Right. Gives his pithy one-liner, you play chicken too long. Uh, you get fried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's well-drawn, it's well-animated, and it's just a little small thing. But like you said, it's a little... There's actually a couple PSAs in this piece, yeah. um, but uh, I didn't mind it. Didn't mind that at all. Yeah, I, it was it was fine. Just like nice little. I don't think it's technically a cold open because I think we did get the we do get the intro first, but right. it's how it feels. Like mm-hmm. jump right into the action. Yeah. But next we've got speaking of strange street urchins, small bemulleted child in his green Robin Hood cloak, right, r- running around stealing. What what even was he stealing? Uh, it was a purse from a lady. That's right. Uh, kind of a chunky lady. She was hanging outside. Once again, there's spotlights everywhere. I think this is the theater district. Um, and she's, I think, hailing a, a taxi, trying That's to right. hail a taxi. Right. And then this uh, little kid in this green, like you said, green cloak swoops on in, uh, grabs the purse, and then bounces out of there. Um, and that's kind of uh, what kickstarts the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, it turns out there's this... Gentleman is gentleman the right word? Uh. This this person <laughs> living underneath Gotham in the sewers, the sewer king, right? And he is, I, I mean, was he in community theater because he is costumed? He is affecting an accent. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? He's got a uh, yeah, he's got glasses, but one of them has an eye patch on yep. the glass. So, but he sends out kids to rob the the people on the on the surface, purses, you know, jewelry, wallets, whatever, and uh, then they go back to this underground, very intricate. I was thinking of like a video game level. Yeah, it's and and the kids he's got. So it's again a beautifully animated sequence and so quiet, no music, minimal mm-hmm. sound effects, but these kids are like. They've got a little farm down there, a subterranean. Yeah, but there's no sunlight. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. Because they are definitely digging and there's roots. Uh, so I don't know if there's potatoes down there or onions. doesn't matter. There's no sun. How does that work? I do not. I don't understand <laughs> what they're growing down there, but they're. They're digging. They're digging. They're doing something. And you get, again, very wordlessly. It really sells, you know, the logic of the situation aside that these kids are miserable. Yeah. It's, you know, strict authoritarian discipline. He, one of them accidentally whacks his ankle with a hoe mm-hmm. and he cries out for a second and his friend like, no, yeah. And like bandages him up and the, the sewer king rings the bell. And that's when, yeah, every time you hear the bell ring, uh, rung, uh, all the kids, they have to gather around. I guess that's his way of, you know, getting his flock. Yeah. <laughs> it's heard. Um, Gives him this crazy speech about how I'm the one who cares for you. I'm your leader, the king of... Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very Shakespearean sounding. Uh, very... Dickensian. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I'd paid more attention in classic literature class. English major, by the way, BA in English <laughs> uh, from Northern Arizona University. Hey, hey. <laughs> there you go. 
So all yeah. you all you college graduates out there, yeah, you uh, <laughs> if, if you know what any of this is in reference to, uh, leave a comment. We'll, we'll, there's there's not actually a comment section. No, Hit me not. up on Twitter. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the kids they all gather around. He does this speech. Um, it's very important that the kids do not talk at all. And then this part always kind of drove me nuts. He chooses, he says, uh, one of you spoke. It was you. And he, he grabs a kid. I'm pretty sure it's not the kid that hit his ankle. And I'm pretty sure it's not the kid that helped bandage it up. I think it's just a random kid. Yeah. And I don't think it's the kid up on the surface that, that Batman encounters. Uh, the, the one that stole from the lady. Although he has a very... Generally speaking, this episode does a really good job of having a unique character design for each of these kids. Mm-hmm. But this kid looks like about at least two or three other kids that we've seen yeah, in this exactly. episode. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. So, but uh, he puts them in a room, turns on a bunch of fluorescent lights. Yeah, fluorescent halogen, very bright lights. And, and that's their punishment down there. Is to be in the bright light because all they know is the nighttime. And they know the sewer. So, bright lights, uh, you know, I guess their eyes have never seen that or adjusted to that. Yeah, and I, I think it's also because he also makes a big deal out of you don't want to go back to the light, do you? That's where they rejected you and sent you away. Yeah, so it's doing doing the classic abuser thing of hey, only I care for you. You right. are not shit without me. Please dig my garden in the middle of the sewer that yes. has vegetarian vegetation. I, but yeah, that scene always drove me nuts because who is that kid? Yeah, just just who is he? And he looks just like Frog, and we'll meet Frog later on. Um, but yeah, it just, just so meanwhile, Batman has, has tracked down this, this kid who's supposedly a leprechaun because any, anyone small who wears green, clearly a leprechaun. Don't try and steal me, Stop it! Right. Uh, they do that. Uh, it's actually said several times. The woman, the chunky lady whose purse got stolen, she tells the police that it was a leprechaun. Uh, the two cops, they see it and they're like, Oh, first Batman. Then there's a leprechaun. So they keep calling it a leprechaun. So, you know, that's what, that's the joke we're going to have for the rest of the episode. Yep. Batman scoops this kid up, chucks him in the Batmobile. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the Batmobile is in disguise. Oh, you never see this before and you never will again. (laughs) It's the Batmobile is disguised as a giant trash. Yeah. uh, Dumpster dumpster. And he clicks a button and it... Yeah, the walls of the dumpster like collapse down and get drawn into the undercarriage of the Batmobile. And they fold in and there it is. And I kind of wish he did this more often. Uh, it reminds me of the movies when he says shield and, you know, the Batmobile uh, yeah, gets has this like protective armor, armor. Exactly. It looks like an armadillo. Um, but this is really great. He can hide his Batmobile in plain view. I mean... Clearly, uh, who's going to care about a garbage display? Uh, you know, he can only do it. He can't do it on Thursdays because that's when garbage that's, collection is. And if they tried <laughs> to collect the garbage. I thought Thursdays were recycle day. Oh, no. Ah, oh! Geez, ah, Thursdays recycle day. See, the, see, the, the municipal garbage collection uh, agency foiled Batman again. Jeez, uh, <laughs> <his> disposal. <laughs> so, clearly, this is terrible writing. So, but onward, uh, takes the leprechaun to the Batcave and, and just dumps him on Alfred. Here you go. Take care of this kid. <laughs> Alfred's job. 
uh, to watch this small boy. Yeah, and the whole second act is just Alfred's adventures in babysitting. Which is, I it's nice. I like it. I'm going to come on the other side of this one. I mean, it's a fine idea, but it just moves so slow. And again, there's no music, which makes every... Little silence feel deafening. It is an odd choice that Shirley Walker chose no music at this time. I don't, because the whole, they have this kind of theme where it's kind of like this march, this begrudging. And there's no music at all for this scene with Alfred and the kid. So, but I liked it. Uh, Alfred's trying to teach him proper etiquette, to wash dishes, to... Uh, I don't know, just being a proper gentleman. Yep. And he is having none of it. He's <laughs> stealing the silverware, running around, riding a, a big silver platter down the stairs like a sled. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know, humor for kids. Uh, yeah. It's home alone humor. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's very much within the genre of the time. I just don't think it was done particularly. Well, I was about to say, I don't think it's done particularly well. It's a mixed bag because... The kid, like, the way he moves, the way he's animated, it's super expressive. Right. And he comes across, like, likable and mischievous and not bratty and and not sympathetic. Yeah. So, it's okay. It's okay to not like it. It's all right. (laughs) Uh, But uh, it ends with another PSA, which is he goes to this room that has guns, which is a weird thing for Bruce Wayne to have, considering his parents were... (laughs) <laughs> shot in an, yeah. eye, in an alley. Batman never uses guns, hates guns, has a traumatic past with guns, also owns a room full of guns. Lots of guns. Quite a few guns. One of is a musket. Yep. Kind of a... Uh, yeah, like know. the old uh, like trumpet-style barrel at the end. It looks, looks like something Elmer Fudd would have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he points it right at Alfred, and Alfred's like, oh, oh, dear. And luckily Batman is there to grab the, the musket. And that's when he says, children and guns do not mix ever. Ever. So uh, that's the little PSA. The more you know. That's the little rainbow. Yep. (laughs) And might might even have been enough to get this half hour considered educational programming for the purposes of FCA regulations in the 90s. Little little EI uh, in the upper left-hand corner of the... (laughs) I did... We were talking about it. I said, that's just, I'm glad. Just a little, you know, I get it. You got to do a little PSA maybe here and there. But back then, cartoons, there was always like, hey, kids, recycle. Hey, kids, don't join a gang. Hey, kids, don't do drugs. This was just a little sprinkle. Like, hey, guns are bad. (laughs) Just a little sprinkle, and then they moved on. That's enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think that almost made it stick out even more to me. Like, so clearly shoehorned in. Like, ah, this episode's got kids in it. Gotta teach them a a lesson. Put in the lesson. It has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. But by God, we got 22 minutes to fill. Let's do this. Yeah, well, I mean, yes. Uh, I guess, looking back, uh, (laughs) yeah, that gun, you know, kids and guns do not mix. It definitely stands out now, but as a kid, oh, I used to roll my eyes every time there was an episode involving, you know, some kind of adult informative issue. Yeah. This was a, just a, it was one and done, and then they moved on with the rest of the episode, which involves going back into the sewer. Yeah, apparently, and I have no idea what Batman was doing this whole time that Alfred was babysitting. He's just like, you see him once just chilling in the Batcave with, this is the weirdest scene too. 
there's he's got the TV monitor and he sees like the kid swinging a broom at Alfred. And he's just sitting down there chuckling like, <laughs> "Oh, kids, rascals! <laughs> am I right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." The whole second act is just Batman trolling Alfred because. <laughs> Because then he goes back, having done apparently no detective work himself, and says, I need your help. Show me where the other children are, I guess. Which, uh, there is a secret way to get in there. Oh, well, uh, earlier in the episode, he did find that secret way. He had those uh, glasses. Yeah, that's true. He goes just wandering around the theater district to see something suspicious, finds these, like, x-ray glasses, or has his little x-ray goggles, and finds a secret passage down into the sewers, he encounters all the kids. Uh, I think by this point he's gone back, collected Frog to show him the rest of the way. Right. And he's down there. He rings the bell, gathers all the kids together, and we get our third. It's over. But it's over now. <laughs> yep, you counted it. You even said it out loud. Like, there it is. Yep. <laughs> this time so, it's not a threat. This time it's a comforting. It's okay. It's right. over. Man, he cracks that bell off. He just breaks it right on down. He even has to like jump out of the way. I don't think he was prepared for his own strength. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, all the kids are gathered and he pretty much says, okay, we're going to stop this madness right now. And that's when Sewer King shows up with his pet alligators, alligators crocodiles. I'm I don't alligator. I, I just, I'm willing to go with that. I don't know what the difference is. I think <laughs> crocodile. Well, maybe, you know, <laughs> Yeah, if you know how to tell a crocodile from an alligator, uh, hit us up at HBI2K on Twitter. Uh, I actually don't care. I don't. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say alligators. We'll go alligators. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So Batman has to wrestle some alligators is the practical upshot. And he does. Yeah. He, uh, actually. Whacks one with the bell. Right. Knocks him unconscious. Uh, suplexes and then hog ties another one. Yeah. But there is, you know, at first we only see the two alligators and I think he's done at this point. And then, nope, two more alligators. Yep. Apparently the alligators only attack in pairs. And they follow the orders, the uh, auditory orders of the Sewer King. Yes. They're, They're well-trained alligators. Yeah. Uh, and at one, one of them, he... There is no way, but hey, it's a cartoon. Yeah. He forces the alligator's mouth all the way open and then snaps it. Although you don't hear snap, but I am assuming breaks the jaw of the alligator. I would guess because the alligator just at that point just like slumps down and he's just done. Yeah. Which, yeah, that's a little, I mean, look, comic book logic. You tap somebody on the head and they're unconscious for three hours. Right. You go with it, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, I guess, breaks the job in Alligator. Yep. Follows the Sewer King. Uh, there's kind of a yeah, another layer of the labyrinth he has to go through. Uh, there's a little red herring where Sewer King, you know, Batman's fighting him. Sewer King falls into the water and it's one of those, no, grab my hand. Like, Never. Right into the water. Yep. The alligators, <laughs> yeah, like dog pile on him, and Batman even gives his post mortem one liner a gruesome end for a gruesome man. Which I don't know if you know is that animation when the alligators go into the water. Mm-hmm. It's that was great. Oh yeah. That I mean, there's no uh I don't know, the way it was animated, it felt very very smooth, very liquidy like. It just uh that was great animation. Yeah, very <laughs> fluid, lots of lots of tweeners. 
lots of water in this episode. Clearly, it's set yeah. in the sewer. But once again, this is great animation for a story that's not the best at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really great animation. Um, yep. There's there's a little more fight. Batman throws him in front of a train and then rescues him from in front of a train. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, eventually brings him to justice and you know threatens him first. Yeah. Uh, I don't pass judgment. That's for the courts. <laughs> I'm clearly I'm very concerned. tempted this time. I'm very concerned with legalities. Yes. I'm Batman. Uh, but you know, he's got a soft spot for the kids. kids. It's, um, Probably yep. because, you know, he lost his parents at a young age, so. Yep. And episode ends with, you know, the cops and social workers bringing the kids out of the sewers, and one of them gazes up at the sun for apparently the first time. <laughs> oh, the light. The light. Oh. Step into the light. And then you see Batman, he's overlooking them and uh, you know, satisfied with the job well done. Takes his cape and, and that's it. That's the end of Underdwellers. Yeah. So this might be a foregone conclusion. Kenny, do you think this episode holds up? <laughs> what did you call it last time? You called it Poor Man's or uh, Kroger I, Brand's Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, with my BA in English, never actually read Oliver Twist. So that might not be the most apropos comparison. Makes I don't know. Any better. I haven't either. So. <laughs> Classic yeah. literature majors in the audience. <laughs> Let, that I actually am interested in. Am I, if I'm just pulling out the entirely wrong literary reference. So hit me up. I, Let me know. I think you're on the money. I think you're right about it. It's um, so uh, does it hold up? I, just, I mean, I'll, I'll spoil you. I'm coming in at a hard no. Yeah. This one's a sti- the animation's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. not worth sitting through it for the animation. I will say it's not as bad as I remembered it. As a kid, I remember not liking this one at all. Mm. Going back, I still don't think it's great, but I, I don't, you know, loathe it. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the strongest part was probably that opening sequence of seeing the kids laboring underground. Right. And, very atmospheric with the animation and the music and the mm. lighting. That part was great. Unfortunately, the second act gets so bogged down. The story's just a big nothing. It's and plus the villain is not really a great villain. His design is very um I don't know, like you said, he's like a, a drama teacher who got fired and just <laughs> yeah. stole a bunch of costumes. It was like, you haven't seen the last of me. I'll become the sewer king. <laughs> Whatever, Senior Lynch. You know. <laughs> Senior Lynch has got fired. And I'm going to go hang stuff. out with Jonathan Crane in the got fired from Gotham University Club. You'll all see. You'll all rue the day. I'll, I'll have a... An army of little children. And alligators. And alligators. That... The best trait. I'm a theater teacher and a biology teacher. Hold, hold on to your knickknacks and wallets, everyone. Because <laughs> those will be mine soon enough. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a shitty villain. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Well, this, this is the part of the show where we bring in some science. Let's see just how, how we think it stacks up here. Okay, so our current list is number one, Pretty Poison, number two, The Last Laugh, number three, Nothing to Fear, number four, On Leather Wings, and number five, Christmas with the Joker. Mm -hmm. Is this, is The Underdwellers better or worse 
than the last laugh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> look. <laughs> look. <laughs> I might have uh, I might have rated the last laugh a little lower than you did. Uh, I mean, this has better animation than the last laugh. That is all it's got going for it. Next. It it does have better animation. What new? Yeah. I mean, the last laugh has Mark Hamill as the Joker and it has Captain Clown. Boom. Done. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the, better music. And the plot isn't essentially a ripoff of something that's already been done before. It's yeah. Nope. Yeah. I mean, look, n- neither of the plots are that great, but all right. I'll take laughing gas over uh, <laughs> Super King. Next up. Okay. Number five. Is this better or worse than Christmas with the Joker? Uh, I'm going to say worse. Yeah, Christmas with the Joker is is a weird one, but it's never boring. And yeah, you called it a fever dream. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll okay. Take that fever dream over over this. All right. Well, that that clinches it. <laughs> At number six, last place on the list, the Underdwellers. Bravo! And once again, I'm not going to say it's terrible i don't hate it or loathe it but nah, you can skip this one and your life will go on just fine but let's see we don't skip anything because that wouldn't be science let's see what we're not skipping next time that would be episode seven pov oh okay all right in which a botched police operation results in the suspension of those involved Officer Wilkes, Officer Montoya, and Detective Bullock. Confronted by their superiors, each of them is forced to tell their tale of what happened that night. The episode is similar in structure to Akira Kurosawa's film, Rashomon. Yes. (laughs) I got a little story about that, but we'll do that next time. We'll do that next time, but yeah. Yeah, I'm... I remember liking this as a kid. I remember seeing it again as an adult and not liking it as much. But even that second viewing was years ago at this point. So okay. we'll, we shall see next time. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, my YouTube is Wyski TV. Uh, Instagram and Facebook is also Wyski TV. And I'm at, at HBI2K on Twitter. Also, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find this podcast at anchor.fm. You can hit the support button. You can pledge us one, five, or $10 a month. Helps, uh, you know, just, just let us know that you're enjoying the program. Letting us know that it's something you'd like us to continue spending time on. If that describes you, hit the button. What's one buck a month? That's, yeah, come on. It's $12 a year. Give you us, spend more than that on porn. Give us some money. Come on. I'll be a friend. Yeah. You want a friend? Everyone wants a friend. Come on, just do it. Do it. We'll get an ice cream. Yeah. Well, even the worst episode we've watched so far, I still had a good time. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. All right, let's do it again next week. Sounds great. 